afternoon, good afternoon. It has been a while since I've been out here talking to you about my understanding of what thus said the Lord. But some of the passages of Scripture are so plain that it doesn't take a lot to interpret what it means. It's so forward and so open in God's declaration that you only have to read it to see what he's saying. Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful for your presence in my life and the the fact that you have been present in the life of my daughter, in my family, and the family of God. Through all of this calamity and all of these pandemics and all of the grief and all of the death that not one person across the entire planet has not felt. We're so grateful to you for your healing power and your omnipresence and we can only thank you and lift our hands in praise and reverence to you because it's not for good that we have done that we are spared and left here on this earth to uplift you and to give you praise you are lord of my life You are my leader, you're my sustainer, you're my healer. And in your time, you will heal the land. Amen. So as I approach this scripture with reverence and honor to God, I look at what it says. And as I said before, it is so plain in the text what God says. He says, Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil upon their beds when the morning is light, they practice it because it is in the power of their hand. And verse 2 says, And they go on to covet fields and Take them by violence in houses and take them away. And they oppress a man in his house, even a man in his heritage. Therefore, thus said the Lord, Behold, against this family do I devise an evil from which ye shall not remove your necks, neither shall ye go hardly. For this time is evil. So let's not get confused when he talks about. the characters or the people that are hearing this scripture. When he says family, doesn't necessarily mean your family. Family can be interpreted as a nation, a species or kind of aristocrats. And we talk about uh, There are 600 billionaires in the United States right now. We don't know how they gained 
control over the industries that they control. And then he says, uh, then he says, uh, you devise this evil. That means you think, you thought about it, and you planned it, and you calculated it, and you did it meanly. And and and, and you 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 were very mindful of what would happen. And I'm talking about the people in control. And so it talks also about how you covet feels. And feels are not necessarily uh, wild fields that grow in the country. It's one form of a field. But it's talk, it talks about the land and it talks about uh, the homes of people. And you talk, it talks about... Uh, whatever is owned by someone else and generally someone weaker than you are. And then we uh, we talk about uh, heritage. So we know that when you talk about heritage in this country and I'm not preaching a Black Lives Matter sermon But I'm talking about the fact that black people and people of color have somehow been maligned and they have been discriminated against more so than other groups. And so their portion and their share and their inheritance has been lower than other groups. And not only that, the evil that has been devised has affected these groups more so than any other group. And the violence that we talk about is that you take away by force or you do something by force. Taking away life and you take away ownership and you seize certain objects that don't belong to you and you strip away not only ownership but you strip away pride and you pluck away by force a tearing away. And that's what has happened to lives of people of color. And not only that, their their possessions. And is it because of what we say is covetousness? So we we have to say, well, do you lust after their possessions, or do you desire to see them stripped, or you take pleasure 
or delight in seeing them stripped. Does it give you pleasure to to hurt people? And the other thing I want to talk about is uh, did I say oppression? Oppression. Oppression. To exploit and to crush. To defraud and to deceive and to do violence against a man and his house or a man and his possessions. And what you do is wrong and crushing and and defeat defeating and deceiving this people through violence and the scripture says that God though is not pleased by all of this. He's not pleased by what is going on. He's saying this is an evil day. And he, what he says is, against this nation, and nation doesn't necessarily have to mean one, one uh, nation. It talks about the aristocrats and it talks about the nation. It talks about a clan as well. And we're not going to get into what clan means. And a certain kind of people. Uh, And the word is Miss Pa Shaw. Miss Pa Shaw. And that is uh, that's Greek. And I, I really don't have to uh, go any further when I talk about it. you do what you do knowing that you've done it and you feel happy in doing it because you are clandish in doing it you're a tribe and you're a certain kind of people in other words a family but not a family of persons like we gather together with our families at Thanksgiving and other our special days. This is a group, an evil group, and you set out to do evil, you devise the evil plans. But God says that He will avenge His people. 
because he will devise an evil from which the clandish or the evil ones or the evil one because we know that all this comes from the evil one who causes all this evil to run rampant in the land around the world he's saying God is saying that I will set the Lord I will devise an evil from which ye shall not remove your necks since you devise this evil against my people from which they could not remove their necks he is saying in Micah I will devise an evil help me somebody help me Lord oh take care of me Lord watch over me I stand on your promises and the blood of the blood of Jesus covers me when I say this he says I will devise an evil from which you will not remove your necks and neither shall you go heartily and we know that haughty means proud you won't be proud of, of uh, what he's not going to let you go around proud after what he's done to avenge his people Simply because what you've done is so evil, so egregious. This is the only way that he can uh, make his retort. This is the only way he can avenge his people. He said, you shall not remove your necks. And you won't go around heartily because this time is evil so Roma haughty Roma so if you've been proud in in the past of the things that you've been able to accomplish against the black race and people of color and whomever has face oppression but as I look at India right now I, I see it's a, they're people of color and I look at all of the horrible uh, burnings that are taking place in India and I cry when I look at them and I've looked at our families and the people most affected have been people of color black people the darker races have suffered more than anyone else and it's not just that. It has been a history. When we look at the history of this world, not just the United States, we look at the histories of all the oppression around the world. It has centered itself mostly upon people of color or the dark people. So God is not pleased. He's not pleased. And he say he says that you're going to have to come back to him. And uh 
Some of you have even taken off, taken off the road. Some of you have taken off your road. Some of you have even taken off your mantle. You've taken off your mantle because you don't want to be noticed as one who is against those evil persons. He said, even of late, my people have pulled off the robe. As their garment from them that pass by. So that means that you don't want anybody to know that you oppose this. This is a very powerful statement. You don't want anyone to know that you oppose what's going on in the world. You don't oppose it. So you've taken sides with the enemy as a cloak to mask what's really going on. You don't want to, you, you're afraid to speak out. You don't want to let anyone know that you're supporting uh, the protests against what's going on and the violence against the helpless. So you've taken off your mantle because you don't even want to know that you are supporting or opposing the oppression. Because when they pass by, you don't want to be noticed. Amen. So you sort of breached your covenant. When you do that, you breach your covenant. With God himself. You've been pressed and you've become a breaker. You breach your covenant with God himself because you refuse to, to speak up. I'm just a little old lady, just reading you what the scripture says. The breakers come up before them. They've broken up. They've passed through the gate. And are gone out by it, and their king shall pass before them. And the Lord is head of them. And when we say, we don't know who your Lord is. God said he will assemble Jacob. Because of the fact that I've gone a little too far. Let me go back and straighten that out. The breaker is actually the breakthrough. But what I'm trying to say, as I'm going to say it again, some of you men have been walking falsely and you've assembled together and you tried to hide your true colors. 
but God is saying he will assemble Jacob. And he's going to gather together his remnant. And uh, surely he's going to do this. So don't get too comfortable. Don't get too quiet. Because you know that all this stuff that you're siding with is polluted and all of it will destroy you. God says he's going to surely assemble Jacob. And surely he's going to gather together a remnant of, of, of Israel. And uh, he's telling you to arise and depart from siding with or taking off your mantle and, and trying to look like you're not, a, you're not opposed to something. Put your robe back on. Put your mantle back on. He said, even of late, my people have risen up as an enemy. Verse 8. And you pull off the robe so you can be concealed. But now is not the time to do that. Now is the time to stand up and say, my people are oppressed. Now is the time to stand up and say this thing that they're doing is evil against my people. There have been too many fallen, fallen people among our races, people of color. Too many helpless and too many poor have fallen. And so much lamentation is going on. So much grief is going on. And it's an act of violence and an act of oppression. So the Lord is saying, put your robe back on and stand up and be accounted. Be, uh, be accounted. Raise your voice. Say something. That is, if you walk uprightly, O thou that are named the house of Jacob. Is the spirit of the Lord straightened? Straightened? And he says, Do not my words do good to him that walk uprightly? And that means straight. You walk upright or you walk straight. You walk correctly. You walk pleasing in the sight of God. You walk in righteousness. And you should be incensed. And you should keep that man alone. Oh yes, it's a fearful day when you're attacked. And when the man comes up to you yelling in your face. As I was caught the other day. 
I can't do much about it. I can't say anything about it because I'm just one person. I'm a little old lady. But if someone's in your face telling you to put your hands up. Don't move. You haven't done anything. Then they cut off the video so you can't prove it. But there are 40, 50 people out there telling you, I'm sorry that happened to you. Something happened. But they're saying nothing happened. That's oppression. That is oppression and it's suppression. But again, he says this. This is what the Lord says. I will surely assemble. What does it say? I will surely assemble. Say, I'm going to bring up the rear. I'm going to remove and I am going to withdraw. I'm going to take them in. He said, I'm bringing up the rear. Lord said, I will surely bring up the rear. That's what it says in Micah. He said, surely. Surely. What does surely mean? Surely means in, 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 uh, in Greek. Asaph. I'm going to remove it. I'm going to gather together. I'm going to take it away. He said, I'm going to remove it. Surely. Definitely. I'm going to, I'm going to gather and I'm going to assemble the remnant of evil. I, I, I will assemble the remnant of Jacob. Not evil. To remove this evil. I'm going to put them together. And they're going to make a great noise. They're going to make a great noise by reason of the multitude of men, he says. That's, that's what it said in verse 12. I will surely assemble all of you. I will surely gather the remnant. I will put them together as a sheep of Bozrah, as a flock of, as a flock in the midst of their fold. They shall make a great noise. By reason of the multitude of men. And we've seen this in the marches that have been assembled by a lot of these uh, protests. We've seen it. We've seen a semblance of it. But that's nothing like the noise that's going to be made when Christ assembles his remnant. He said they're going to make a great noise. He's going to ring it again. And uh, he says, I'm going to put them together. And when you know when God puts something together, he puts it together. You, you can't pull it apart. When God, he says, I'm going to put them together. 
as a flock in the midst of their foe. And it says the breaker is come up. And the breaker. The breaker is it, the breaker when it says the breaker is coming, that means the breakthrough. I'll preach, Reverend. So the breaker is coming, preach, Reverend Mavis. He says the breaker is come through. And it breaks down. It breaks open. And it breaks this violence to pieces. And it breaks away. That means that he himself is going to put an end to it. And he's going to pass before them. And the Lord, the one true God, the seal of God himself, the self-existent God, Jehovah, God himself, God eternal, is the breaker. And he's going to put it together. And they're going to pass through the gate and they're going to do away with it. And my people are going to go through. They're going to pass over. This is what he said. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. He says, my people are going to pass through. And it's going to be over. They're going to advance. They're going to cross. Because God himself is the head of it. I'm not claiming to be that person. I'm not claiming to be the person that God has sent. But I believe he's telling me this morning to tell you this. This afternoon to tell you this. He's going to send the breaker. And he's also saying that we we have been oppressed as a people. And there's been an evil plan that's been devised that that nobody could remove it. But God's going to say, God is saying, I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to devise my plan. You've you've had your turn now. You have devised your plan. And he worked it for so long, so many centuries. You've oppressed these people all of these centuries. But it says, when I get my turn, and I can have my turn anytime I want to, he says, I can have my turn anytime I desire. But when I devise my plan, 
you will not be able to remove your necks. Neither shall you be going around with your robes or whatever you got on and and, and with your horns hunking and spraying your water hoses and yelling and laughing and gathering people and putting your knee on their necks. He said, you will not be able to do it anymore. You're not going to be standing around proud talking about you've done this in this evil time anymore because I'm going to devise a plan. And you're not going to be able to remove what I do. So put your robes back on, people. Put your mantles back on. Don't hide like you're not one of us who needs to say something when you see something going wrong. Lord, have mercy on me as an old woman. Have mercy. Watch over me. Watch over my daughter. Watch over my family. But he said, when I devise my plan, ye shall not, and I put emphasis on, ye shall not remove your necks. Because it's so evil. Hallelujah. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the word. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm not trying to make little of our leaders in this nation, but our leaders see this. We see these injustices. And I applaud Dr. Crutcher down at the University of Richmond for the letter that he wrote is posted on his page. I don't know him personally, but I posted it on my webpage and he talks about the historicities and then we uh, have to look at what uh, Vice President Kamala Harris said the other day. We know, we can't say it's a racist nation, but we know that in our mix, there have been some racist policies. Now, she's the Vice President, and so she has aligned herself with our leader. And so her words are chosen carefully, and so are Dr. Crutch's words chosen carefully. And I'm trying to use my words Carefully is not to incense any violence against me or my family. But the time is for me to put on my mantle and stand up. I'm just a little old lady. There's some strong men out here. There are groups of men and there are organizations that are strong. And then there are, we have a Senate and a Congress who knows the actions and activities in this nation and around this world have not been in accordance with the will of God. And I just thank you for allowing me to reveal to you my prophecy, but the Bible says, and this verse says, prophesy ye not. See? They to them that prophesy, they shall not prophesy. But I'm, I'm going to say this. This is what I see. Was this what the Lord has caused me to see? And it's what I am revealing to you. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for this scripture. And I've never raised my voice that loudly. I've never become this excited about anything. But I've seen so much violence against our people. I've seen so much oppression. And when it touched me last week, 
And it's touched me before, but never in the manner that it did last week down in Crystal City. But when it touches you, when it comes so close to you and you know that you could be one that went down under the force of evil and the force of oppression, your eyes awaken wide and your mind and your consciousness is suddenly open and you can see. And that is not to say I haven't seen. It's not to say that I haven't felt. But when it's in your face, and there's nothing you can do about it, you have to stand up and say, it's not time to talk about what we can do. Because we've done so much. We've marched and we've called on God. We've, we've marched and we've gathered together. But it's time now to raise our voices and lift our hands and pray and say, Lord, Send your breaker. Send your remnant and send your leaders. Send someone to help us. Raise up someone, oh Lord, because our voices have not been loud enough. But you said there'd be a great noise. 